We're in the northwest of Costa Rica, deep inside a coastal mangrove jungle. We have several different types of trees, but probably the most important one is called Guanacaste trees. This is Andreas Pacheco, and he's talking about the most iconic element of this mangrove, the magnificent Guanacaste tree. Growing into a huge green dome, wider than it is tall, the Guanacaste is the national tree of Costa Rica, a symbol of strength and renewal. They're huge. We probably will need six people to be able to gather around the main branch of the tree. There are a few trees that are probably over 50, 60, probably few uh, over 100 years old. And there's so many of them. In fact, the Guanacaste tree is such a fixture on the landscape. This province of Costa Rica is named after it. But there's something else in this jungle, almost hidden amongst the trees. Single-storey buildings, long and slender, some with thatched roofs. But this isn't a traditional village. It's a luxury hotel. A hotel that Andreas built called El Mangrove. And its design is so blended with the forested area, it can be hard to tell sometimes where one ends and the other begins. So what I want to know is, how did they do it? And what does it feel like to stay here? This is Travel by Design from Marriott Bonvoy Traveller, a podcast that uncovers fascinating design stories for people who love extraordinary hotels. I'm your host, Hamish Kilburn, the editor of Hotel Designs, an online publication where I review the design of hotels around the world. I've been obsessed with how travel experiences are created and nurtured for years. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about biophilic design, spaces that connect us directly to the natural world. Post-pandemic, or wherever we are right now, a lot of us are hoping to step back outside and reconnect with nature and ourselves. Well, Costa Rica is a pioneer when it comes to eco-consciousness in all areas of hospitality. I mean, the country is home to nearly 6% of the world's biodiversity. So, on this episode, we visit Autograph Collection's El Mangrove Hotel and Residences to explore how to design a hotel not in nature, but with nature. It's all about nature. You know, that's the way people see Costa Rica around the world. So we decided to put all the buildings around the Guanacaste trees and actually letting the property tell us where can we build instead of doing it the other way around. But that isn't as simple as Andreas makes it sound. I asked Ronald Searcher, the Costa Rican architect who helped design El Mangrove, how they decided on the layout of the hotel. We carefully study the site to allocate all the different components, the buildings and, and the different portions of the hotel program, you know, like the restaurants, the boardrooms, all the different areas, how to allocate them, how to work with a site plan that it makes sense, that everything functions, that is very organized, but at the same time, not touching the big trees. So it was kind of challenging. You know, initially we started by bending some of the buildings and all of that. And at the end, we kind of found these um, axes that are perpendicular to the Pacific Ocean. And then we got our way 
of uh, not touching any of the big, big trees there. In other words, Ronald and Andreas were able to design low-level buildings, many of them long and slender, that would wind their way through and amongst the trees. In fact, when you're visiting El Mangrove, it almost feels like the forest has grown up around the hotel. We want to create a place with a soul, that it will have a vibe, that it will feel groovy. So we came to join together, let's say, the mangrove and the grooviness, and that's how the name came out, and it's called El Mangrove. According to the architect, Ronald, there's one spot in particular that really captures the vibe, the soul of El Mangrove. One of the most interesting places for me is the spa, because the spa is right next to the mangrove. To get to the spa, you have to walk through the jungle via a series of zigzagging wooden boardwalks. And you feel like you're hovering over the vegetation. So the minute you're already starting your journey to the spa, it's part of the sequence, it's part of the process, it's part of the preparation, the mental preparation to get these kind of uh, treatments that is good for your body and soul. The first time Ronald visited this part of the jungle, he knew that this was the perfect place for the spa. When you are next to the mangrove, you feel the difference in climate. Probably, I don't know, there's some degrees lower of temperature. And at the same time, you know, you have like a very fresh breeze there. So it's ideal. When you're around that area, what would you like to do is just hang a hammock and, and just relax by the nature. So by having that feeling of, of, you know, I wish I had a hammock here and relaxed at least for an hour, then I said, okay, well, this is the perfect spot for the spa because of the nature conditions of it. It's only natural to, to have it there. Now, when I hear the word spa, I picture a tranquil, relaxing space that is usually indoors. But El Mangrove allowed Ronald to turn that idea inside out. The beauty of this is that it feels natural because it is natural. Sometimes we have to recreate the atmosphere of a spa because we don't have the conditions. And sometimes we don't have the conditions, so everything has to be kind of enclosed with controlled temperature. But when you have the opportunity to work with nature, that's the most luxurious uh, thing that you can have. Picture the scene. You've been walking along the boardwalks, elevated over the forest floor, past dense clusters of guanacaste trees and thick grass. Then you come to an opening, surrounded by more jungle. In the middle of the opening, amongst younger trees, are four small structures, fully open on all four sides with slanted roofs. Each pavilion has just what you need for a relaxing massage, or if you're a fitness enthusiast like me, a yoga session. You feel that you're in the jungle there, and they're so private. And of course, yeah, they're open air. They work with fans. And it's, you know, hasn't been necessary to have air conditioning because it's very cool, cross-ventilation. It's very interesting, very beautiful spaces. 
Tell us, what are you smelling? What are you seeing when, when you're in this space? It depends on the season of the year. We have our summertime, which is no rain, and then we have our rainy season. That's the way it goes in Costa Rica. Our temperature, it's, it's pretty much always the same throughout the year. But on the rainy seasons, there's always a beautiful smell of once the soil gets wet, when it just starts to rain. There's different flowers coming out. Then there's the birds that are coming to be on the surroundings of this area. And then you have the monkeys, so you listen to them. But I'll say that, that each time of the year has its own quality. As you walk through the grounds around the spa, you see stone structures that almost look like they're remnants of ancient walls. These structures aren't ancient, but the stones are. As Ronald explains, they're local lava rock. The lava rock that uh, is actually from the site and from the Guanacaste area, that's a very interesting way of building fences historically in Guanacaste. So the farmers used to collect all this rock. They would do fences on their farms. So this is kind of a very traditional material for construction because they had it right there. So we use that a lot in some of the freestanding walls, in the landscape, in many, many places. We use this lava rock that is very traditional, inexpensive, but with a lot of symbolism and a lot of local culture. Why is it special to you? What, what makes it personal to you? It's like being transported to the basics. The bungalows are basic, but luxurious. They're beautiful wood with beautiful curtains. And all of these have this kind of very smooth, very relaxed feeling. And it's kind of an adventure. It's being pampered in an adventurous place. It's like you feel that you're completely by yourself there. There's nothing around you because they're detached. And at the same time, you've been pampered by nature and by therapists. So it's, it's, it's a great feeling. I think it's remarkable the way Ronald and Andreas have been able to turn the challenge of building a hotel in a mangrove forest into the project's greatest strength that being enveloped by the spectacular Guanacaste trees is something that we as travellers or even residents can experience for ourselves. Yes, you can even live here year-round. Search for El Mangrove at traveller.marriott.com to find out more about the design of the residences. Now, I'm especially taken by this biophilic design story because it's about transformation. And I don't just mean how staying and visiting here can transform you, but that creating El Mangrove has transformed how a hotel can be built. And so I wanted to know how the process changed Ronald's perspective on architecture and design, especially as a Costa Rican. Sometimes you have to make an effort to enhance what is around you. And it's not always about architecture. It's more important to design about the site, about what you found there, because that was the initial purpose of all of this. When you go to a site and decide that you want to do a hotel there, it's because the site is beautiful. It's not because 
there was already a beautiful architecture. So, of course, we do beautiful architecture, but it's more about the site and less about the architecture. The designers have to be humble and respect in the nature and the site, and it's all about that. I think that would be the best lesson. <laughs>